Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, Skip, Hillary, Koba, and Cash had dived into the search for the missing parts of Sulja Wartalokron, a repository of his wisdom and experience. Their last stop in the search was the undercity of Jora on Cato Nemoidia. Not only did they find another crystal, but they learned about Ward's odd behavior shortly before he vanished. Perhaps even more concerning, they were found by an Imperial Inquisitor also on the trail of the crystals. After escaping an encounter with him, the four were whisked away by the Force to an aging Jedi facility. But why? And for how long? Learn more this week as they continue their sabbatical. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast where we're playing in Fancy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system. The adventure is inspired by Chronicles of the Gatekeeper, as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 3, Episode 2, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Kesh, and today we're going to find out what happens when a Trandoshan mystic seer is struck by lightning. <laughs> well, I bet you all probably thought it was going to be the Claren Seeker Hermit that got struck by lightning. It wasn't. I actually managed to make that roll. Yay! I'm Skip. That's good. Good job, Skip. And I'm Hilary, and I am currently a floor away from my friends and wondering, what is going on with the lightning? (laughs) (laughs) Skip, I sent you to keep an eye on her. Uh, I can't hear you. It's fine. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another a question, and it is now Kesh's turn. Hey, Skip. Mm-hmm? What's the uh, spookiest thing you've ever seen? Oh, wow. Well, let's see. Ren's brain is broken. Um, <coughs> all right. Well, there was a time. Not that long ago, really. It was when we were still on the bus and we didn't know each other all that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, how long ago was that? Uh, Forever. Like, like two weeks. <laughs> Forever. It feels like a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. Tr- tr- trust me, it's it's like two weeks. If it were a year and a half, I would. I'd feel it a lot more. Anyway, anyway, you asked what the creepiest thing. Uh, yes. spookiest thing or, or, or whatever was uh, that I'd ever seen. And so I didn't know any of you all yet. And, uh, you know, I, I have a pretty good outlook on life, I, I think, usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. you know, things are a little complicated right now. But 
I don't know. I also don't know if we should be having this conversation right now while you're sort of in the water and there's all it's fine. Anyway, so all right. So I didn't even know any of you all that well. But mm-hmm. you know, Koba was kind of going around, but I didn't know he was Koba then. I was just like, that's that weird dog guy that's going around like snooping on everyone and taking notes. Anyway, there was a point where or oh, there is the scoob, the scoob guy. Scoop guy tripped over something, and mm-hmm. and I don't know if anybody else saw it, but Koba kind of smirked a little bit. There was a little, like, almost smile, and I think that might have been the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, I, I get shivers just thinking about that. Koba, I don't think their mouths are designed yeah, to smile. Yeah, Ko- Koba driving enjoyment from something? Doesn't sound right. So, our destiny pool for this session now consists of four light side points and two dark side points. Ben has been spending them. Yeah. <laughs> we start with the camera looking out over Skip's shoulder as Skip is standing on the landing, looking out over a generator room. Mostly it's duracrete, a lot of cabling. There's even a bunch of cabling and machinery hanging off of the ceiling, including a, well, at one point it was a hibernating Minoc. Now it's less hibernating, more flapping, wondering what is going on. <laughs> and we see and hear and like Skip feels this, just the crack of electricity going from where the Minoc was down into the water. And now it's just lightning arcs zapping around over the uh, plane of the water. And as that happens, one of the first places where the arc comes down, it looks like it comes down right onto Kesh's force pike mm-hmm. and zaps her. Mm-hmm. Looking it up, I'm just going to go with it being a flat 10 damage. Okay. Uh... I don't know that it matters, but do, do I get my soak or not? I would go with yes. Okay. So, um, Ben, will you please roll a crit? You don't have any lingering ones? Uh, I don't. We actually healed all of those, so it's just a straight crit roll. Uh, I actually somehow got, didn't get, well, I mean, that's fair. I was already on my way to, to the ground, so. Uh, so, Ben rolled bull over. Which knocks me prone, but I'm already going unconscious. So, yeah, uh, I'll just take the strain off of that as the electricity um, courses through Kesh. And I I imagine it's one of those things where she continues standing there as long as the the electricity is going. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it's done, she falls like face first, disappearing underneath the water skip. Because remember, it was waist high there. And she's unconscious. Oh no! So, uh, act accordingly. Skip is is going to call out and there's probably, you know, one of those scenes where, you know, they're up up on that that railing thing now and reaching out, you know, calling out, oh no, gosh! Uh, Except it's, you know, squeakier and Skip-like. Is the water still actively fizzing from electricity? It's not fizzing. The electrical arc is coming down, and it's 
going seemingly random where it's hitting. You see several times where it's hitting the metal shrouds over the generators themselves. It's hitting some equipment, which will then spark and just almost explode. So I, I could always get hit again. <laughs> there is it. Uh, I'm I'm looking at my my force tree to see if there's anything with alter I can do for this situation. Mm. I don't I don't know if I can control water. Yeah, that's a it's a different bending style. Yeah. <laughs> so if it is indeed packed dirt underneath this water, what I'm hoping that I can do is reach out and sort of pull earth up into sort of a bowl shape around Kesh to keep the water from getting in since the water is electrified. All right. And I, I mean, I've got like all the stuff in altar, so I feel like I can, like I've made a wall out of it before, so I feel like yep. I could pull, like, pull dirt up. Pull dirt up, absolutely. There's also likely to be seaweed of some variety in here, or considering the depth that you're at, it's more likely to be an actual animal. But <laughs> Lovely. You bring Kesh up, with, and there's a whole bunch of like fish in there that start flopping around. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just, I just want to, I just definitely want to like separate water from uh, the, the arcs of electricity. Using, All right. Using the the earth, I suppose I'll. I'm just gonna roll my force rating for this. All right, I roll two light and three dark. Um, yes, I also. Mm, we need to extend the range. On account of where you jumped from was medium. You had to jump to medium, so yep. I, I have, medium. I have. So it'll cost me two of those uh, light side points. For, yes, I've got the range band thing. Yes, mm -hmm. um, you'd have to dip into the dark because you've got one to do it, mm, and then that's totally fine. Two for me. range. I'll, I'll dip into the dark. Uh, what I was going to say. Oh yeah, because I see the range upgrade is two pips for that. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's kind of brutal. I was focused on, I have uh, duration, so I'm going to commit one of my force points after having successfully activated this power mm -hmm. to sustain its effects while the user remains uh, within range of the affected area. So I'm going to hop down to it so that I can keep it held up mm. and that cash is not being electrocuted by the water anymore. Or drowning. So that too. Well, I figured that you'd stay within range so you wouldn't really have to move because the the water goes pretty much to the base of the steps that are right next to you. So, like, this is very much a floor is lava kind of situation. <laughs> floor is water. You're within range. Like, you'll be able to do what you're wanting. You just don't have to move. Okay, great. Uh, oh, so to flip the destiny point. Because you have to use one of the dark side points. Oh, and it causes... Oh, that's how that works. So yeah, so it's a yeah, flipping the same point. I don't often... And, and then you'll take a strain and a conflict for each dark side pip you spend. See, I'm very familiar with this process at this point <laughs> with my 32 morality. 
Yes, so taking a strain, taking a conflict, um, and then holding this thing up, you know, with their mind uh, powers, Skip's going to just watch and see if Cash wakes up, even though Ren knows Cash is not better from that. Yeah, she, she's not moving. I think what we probably see is some of the water still sort of like steaming off of the metal armor, her metal arm, and then mm-hmm. um, I imagine the dirt cup also picked up the stuff that was around her, like her lightsaber pike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything is a sort of... um gently steaming at the moment and she's not moving uh, oh oh this is not good why am i gonna be the only person awake all right um oh and cash just said that his impact's not gonna do any good right now oh dear okay um well i saw hillary do healing stuff once. I can probably try. I've got and starts whipping uh like things out of their pouches until they find like some more like grubby bandages and things. And uh now I'd like to to hop over to where Cash is uh to try to uh I don't know, perform space CPR. It's gonna go poorly. <laughs> All right, so I'll need to get an enhanced check off of you to jump over. Because mm-hmm. floor is level. All right, I committed my thing, so I can only roll two lights. Yep. Why did I do that? I got two dark side points. I'm still going to take them. That's okay. fine. That's fine. Going to spend them. All right, time to flip another point. Yep. Love this for me. Just keep on gaining conflict. You don't want to be at the highest morality rating anyway. Do I have to flip both? <laughs> no, just one. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, just yeah. One. It's it's uh, always only it's only one destiny point, no matter what, and then you can spend as many dark side pips for, as you want. You just take a conflict and a strain for each. Yep, writing that down. Now I'm up to two conflict already. Who would have guessed that the first conflict would have been mine? Three, because you took one on the last one. Yep. Yeah, because because you need to spend both of these. That's right. That's right. Yep. You're good. Strain. It's new. Okay. Okay. So Skip has has hopped over to Cash. I have my uh, one of my dies committed so that this you know bowl thing stays stays the way it is, and is going to rush over to Cash, flip her over onto her side, and mm-hmm. kind of like slap at her back a little bit. Like, assuming there's probably some water in the lungs. Do, do Trandoshans have lungs? I, I don't know if Trandoshans have, have lungs. They might have something else going on in there. I don't know, but there's probably water. Okay. Uh, well, that didn't do anything. Um, all right. What does Hillary do? What does Hillary do? And then try. <laughs> I, I Try to roll a medicine check. Is it possible okay. even? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I think because well, I might be out of stim packs and heal wouldn't do anything for me, but I think oh, just yeah. a medicine check would. That's a medicine good. check will work. On the other hand, a medicine check is going to. I, I am out, so it'd be what three purple. And there's no med kit. That's no. the other trick. Sure isn't. Which is what setbacks then? Setbacks or upgrade? So that's. I think it's increases. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so it's red, purple, purple then? Uh, it would be f- 
actually four purple. He's about to increase <gasps> adds a die. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, can so we red, argue purple, purple, for a boost purple, because purple. Hillary has routinely used Skip's assistant, so Skip's got some very basic extra training? Yeah, I can go with that. <laughs> so, so here's the good news, though. If memory serves, we have a house rule, so you can't go more than one wound over your threshold. Yeah, for this campaign. Yep, so you need to you just need one success and Cash will go will be conscious. So I'm rolling a red and four purple. You're rolling four purple, I think, right? Yeah, just four purple. Yeah. No red. Okay, this is yeah. possible. I'm rolling two yeah. gr- two greens, a boost, and four purple. Hmm. Nope. Oh golly! Alright. The world is not kind to skip. I have got a failure and two threat. <laughs> Oh my god. All things considered, I'm thinking that just being too strain would be very fitting. Yeah. Too strain on me, yeah. But... Yeah, too straining Skip. <laughs> I, I also think probably based on that role and, and your and your kind of anxiety of the over the situation, you you really can't tell if Kesh is breathing or not. <laughs> Alright, Kesh is not waking up. Alright, um, well, let's bring you back to the to the medical robots. <laughs> this is fine. And I am going to hoist Cash onto my shoulder and try to get back, which I think means I need to hop, but with Cash. She is very so she was she's heavy to begin with. And she's wearing metal armor. Oh no. Oh. With a metal arm. Uh so Which, that yeah. would then get me to think that it should probably be like an athletics check and then the jump. That's okay. fair. Okay. Okay. So, so <laughs> says me who's not making the roll. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm not even in the room at the time, but I think it sounds fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is should be a red, purple, and a setback, and then the hop. Okay. Um. So, yeah, red, purple, and setback for athletics or brawn. I would prefer athletics. So that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. Now, I have some potentially good news for you. I'm, yes? So so I'm trying to double check here. But you're in hands. Don't you have it for athletics? Yes. First yes. off, I'm going to say I I have a condition so I can remove uh, setbacks from uh, athletics and coordination checks. So got rid of my setback. Sweet. I have way too much on my sheet going on here. Okay. And then you've got a lot of experience. I have athletics, and I've got that. Which oh gosh. <sighs> yeah, and you'll get to, to add your force dice then. So I'll roll that all at the same time. So I'm rolling a red and a purple. Oh, green, green, green. Okay, rolling. I have a Bam. S- success and a threat to a dark side, but I don't need it. No, you success. Not. Hooray! Okay. You have I, just for the, the sheer just power of, of Skip's gumption. 
and probably some adrenaline. Definitely some adrenaline is able to hoist Kesh up and then try to make a leap. So now I gotta roll again. <laughs> yeah. And now it's what? Just, now it's just the force? Now it's just the force. Just it's, the force. Too dark, it's too dark side and I am spending. I am absolutely spending it. Okay. So that's, I've now spent four dark. Yeah, so, so that'll be two more strain and two more conflict and a destiny yep. point. Yep. All right. Now that I've succeeded in this chaos, try to get Cash back to the medical droid. <laughs> who would have... Who would have thought that, you know, haunted, you know, Jedi place would just turn into Skip's terrible, no good, uh, very bad day? Skip is able to drag Cash to the stairwell, up the stairwell, though that's very bumpy for Cash going up the stairwell. Hopefully you're not being dragged by the feet. I have no say in the matter right now. <laughs> All the while leaving a long, slowly drying drag marks of two wet feet. <laughs> going pretty much all the way to the stairwell and then up the stairwell. It just takes time to get to the infirmary, but you are able to make it there. Do you want me to do you want me to take more strain for the, you know, the effort of doing this? Well, including the last threat which I forgot about, it should be three more strain. Who? Cool. Are you out? You still up? Y- yep. Okay. So, here's what happens. Skip is panting and just pulling on Cash and gets through the door. Hey, Hillary, I have really good news. Yes? You were right, I definitely needed to follow Cash. And slops oh, Cash in front of the oh my medi- goodness. medical sit, droid. Sit, sit, skip, and sit. then uh, you falls L to something. the floor themselves and is just like barely conscious. Hillary's like slapping at the the medical bot to get to get it to go to cash. It's like I'm fine, I'm fine. Go. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but not being able to benefit from a stim pack or the heal power, and they're already having been a failed medicine check. I'm done for right now, right? Until like a day's passed. I believe until the next day. I don't think it's a full day. <laughs> okay. I think at this juncture, because I am now one point away from being strained out. <laughs> what is stopping all of us from just passing out? Well, <laughs> not Hillary actually isn't all that wounded. Oh, okay. <laughs> but otherwise. <sighs> um, Hillary is, once L2 has, has gotten Cash settled, Hillary is going to kind of crawl under Skip's arm and heave as much as he can. So, come on, come on. We're just going right here. Just gotta get up. Yeah, that's right. One hand on the bed. And just push. And I've got you on this side. I'm really huh? tired. I know you're really tired. So just once we get to us, yeah, and fall forward. Okay, it's not a hammock. But it's, fine. it's not a hammock, no, no. But it's it's soft and it's accessible for the medical. So he's he's kind of heaving your legs up on the bed and getting you straight. He kind of pats your hand. You did good, Skip. You did very good. Thank you for bringing our wayward Trandoshan back to bed. Where she should have been <laughs> in the first place. Because I'm probably the healthiest out of everyone right now. Oddly enough. Just so you know, this might not be real. This might not be real. 
I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, Lena is correct. <laughs> oh, sleep. Huh? And the Alina is is alone. Well, thank you for your assistance, uh, L2-6. Um, I guess I'll just... I'll wait here for them. <laughs> Poor <laughs> uh, And he, he climbs up uh, back in into his bed, and then he's like, no, can't do this right now. Gets back out of his bed, walks over to Skip, who is not currently being tended uh, to by L2, and throws his jacket over Skip's torso. Oh, it and there's a big old hole covers me. <laughs> where he got shot. But, you know, it's 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 something. Uh, so then Hillary goes back. And every time he gets in and out of the bed, it's a scramble. Because it's mm-hmm. silhouette one beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so he, he just goes back to, to the bed where he was sitting um, watching Koba. And leans against the wall, crosses his legs, and kind of taps his knees and, and hums to himself as the evening wears on. Okay. Well, we're, we're all here, gang. It's good to see us together. I guess. Just so that I'm clear, Skip is on one of the chairs that is usually in one of these places. and A bench, a chair, something. Yeah. Because I'm figuring Cash would have taken up the third bed. I, I figure we put Skip on whatever was closest to the door, which would likely be a bench or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Cash is maneuvered onto the, the medical bed, I'm figuring that L2 actually has a personnel scoop. Like, mm-hmm. Kind of like those terrifying droids in Revenge of the Sith. I'm just picturing like like a... Yeah, it's like a little like bulldozer. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm thinking kind of like yeah, half bulldozer, half front loader, where it comes out, forms into more of a scoop, and then loads cash onto the medical bed so that it's up where all the implements are, and then retracts from out from underneath, and then. After a little bit, as L2 is taking the big scanner over Cash, scanning over the different joints and all the fun places that electrical discharges go for. So, mm-hmm. like, scanning over center of mass on account of, like, that's the closest place to the spine. Mm-hmm. All these different fun joints that just contract and are so bad. Yeah. Cash is still breathing, but like just completely utterly out of it. I'm figuring that as Hillary is watching, maybe helping a bit while Hillary is there watching L2 CMT will come by and look in. Oh, Oh no. It looks like your companions have had an incident down in the generator facility. I am getting very different readings from there. Uh, I, I will wait until L2 is finished with your companions before imposing upon them any further. <laughs> imposing upon them how? The generators do seem to be turning, but it seems that there is a issue in the room causing the power not to make it into the main circuits. Could you show me this? Oh, uh, yes. 
Yes, yes, I can. They look to be moving a bit faster than the shuffling that they had initially been. They are now moving at the same speed that Hillary can walk at. Chances are earlier that they were shuffling on account of to actually draw attention as opposed to uh, sneaking up on people. Gotcha. Good, good plan. Now CMT is actually walking. And the little mouse droid mm-hmm. with the four bulbous repulsors on it is coming along. You make it down there and standing a bit away from the door as it goes out, under the nearest flickering fluorescent light that is there, but not stepping through that door into the generator room, CMT turns to Hilly. The generator room has become very dangerous due to the arcing that you can see. Uh, and <laughs> another arc comes down into the water. Now, I may not know that much about how the electrical is supposed to work. Y-L-E down here knows a lot more about it than I do, but they don't have a vocoder. Conversing with my companion here, it sounds as if the pumps have been clogged or are not active. And if we were able to get rid of the water that is here, there's a better chance that the electrical discharges will dissipate or at least be contained. I see. And where are these these pumps? I, I, I assume they're um, currently under the water? The main pumps are, yes. But on account of the design of this place... There is an auxiliary that, it was the initial pump that was then turned into the auxiliary pump. It is through this axis. The pump itself resides in the uh, ceiling of the room, near the substation. Uh, so what I'm doing is I, I would be activating the, the actual machine that controls the pump, not the pump itself. And I have to go through the wall to get there, is what I'm assuming you're saying. Yes. That is correct. Gotcha. Well, uh, fortunately, he straightens his uh, waistcoat, which is also looking pretty underwhelming right now. I am quite adept at fitting in small places. Oh, that is going to be very handy. That is very good to hear. That does seem to be my lot in life. Um... Yes, well, this is a, a terrible idea, but we're going to do it. Right, little one? <laughs> and it gives a little tweedle. Okay, let's uh, let's go. Where is the hatch I'm looking at? I'm figuring it's one of those contained ladders that then goes up onto a crawlway along the ceiling. Not quite an air duct, but like the engineering equivalent thereof. Kind of a, a, a catwalk type thing. Yeah. Small suspended gantry. Yeah, like a half-height catwalk. Hillary would probably be able to just stroll, but most silhouette ones would be able to only crawl. Uh, So he's he's gonna pop into the the ladder and start climbing up, chatting away with uh, the the little droid that he assumes is going to be following him. Yes. You see, I'm I'm quite adept at this whole climbing thing. We've done a lot of it on this, this particular trip. But it's also part of what I do for a living. I am a performer. I perform. 
uh, usually in small spaces very high up or in tight places that are spinning. Uh, I have been known to go on the Wheel of Death. Yes, the Wheel of Death. It's climbing, talking. Wily, the droid, is just... Every time you talk about, like, the Wheel of Death gives a... kind of sound. (laughs) Very apprehensive of the concept. Well, I say Wheel of Death, but would you like to know a trade secret, my friend? Nobody's actually died. All it is is a turntable that we've put on its side, and then we strap ourselves in. And all depending on who's available that evening, uh, uh, we either have darts, uh, knives, or sometimes we have broken crockery. That's that's always that. It's more of a comedy thing. Uh, and then uh, my one son, very, very good with a, a blaster, will do trick shots at the person spinning. Ooh. There's been some singed body parts and a couple of nicks here and there, but as a rule, oh, there was a one night that I I did take a bit of um, a broken bowl to the face, but that was all in good fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, that's not where I am now. This is where I am now, which is uh, a million miles away from everywhere and under an ocean. And uh, full of my unconscious friends. So let's go see this pump. Yes, this pump. And he, uh, if if you're saying that I don't have to do anything special to get out there, he will just stroll. Because like you said, this is not unfamiliar territory. Since Hillary is walking up on the catwalk, crawlway, what have you, I'm thinking shortly before... Hillary gets to the pump control. Mm-hmm. You're going step, step, step. And then instead of it being that metal platey sound of being on a catwalk, it's a dirt sound. Like thump, thump, thump. And then you hear a bunch of blaster fire. You can hear like, stormtroopers to the left. Get me some cover fire. And... As you're getting your attention with it, you can see that it looks to be a firefight around a bunker of some variety. It's at the edge of a city in an industrial area. There's a warehouse that you're next to, and you can see these people. They're all pretty much aliens, except for this one human that seems to be uh, in charge as they're barking orders and trying to get people to do things. Then you hear a, Man, Jojo, get me some cover fire! At that point, you hear very short spoola, then this torrent of fire comes from a doorway, which draws your attention both because just the amount of blaster bolts going is something to be beheld, and also the name Manchucho was mentioned. As you're looking, you can see it is Hillary's son with a properly sized rebellion infantry helmet on, and they're laying down with this light-repeating blaster as they're shooting. They're in behind cover. As you're looking around trying to get your bearings, you can see 
a couple stormtroopers coming up. The hail of blaster bullets actually does down one of the stormtroopers, and there's a couple ragtag people standing next to the warehouse door that is rising up, and you can see the front of a hovered van, pretty much nose to door of this warehouse as the door goes up. With all of that coming in, how is Hillary wanting to interact with that? His first reaction is going to be to go to Manchucho. Um, you know, shaking a finger, why are you with these people? But as he hears the stormtroopers uh, start closing in, even though they're, they're falling, he turns back and he stands in the middle of this firefight, completely unaware of the fact that it's going on around him. Like, he's not actually able to do anything. Like, it's just like he's walked into a movie scene, I assume. Yeah. Um, and he, he stands and he puts his arms out like he's, you know, he starfishes to just take up as much space as possible and says, Don't you touch my son! And he, he like, waves and jumps and he, he just yells at them. Uh, and, and when there's no response, he looks at his hands and he looks back over his shoulder at this group that's he knows inherently is trying to do something for the greater good, even though he thinks they're going about it probably the wrong way. And he shifts his, his gait so that he is now standing, you know, one foot forward, one foot back, and he charges at the stormtroopers' hands out to contact and connect and harm. As you're doing that, you do hear from behind you as you're rushing the stormtroopers, Manchucho, it's time to go! It's now or never! And the blaster fire that is coming past you going towards the stormtroopers has dropped by a lot, and you can hear the repulsors of the hover vans start to get going. As for you running in and trying to do harm, I am wanting to get, as seems to be a common theme so far, a discipline check. I ever take anything in discipline I did. How hard is it? This one feels like it should be a hard check. So, three purple. Huh. Two success, one threat. For the one threat, you're taking a strip. It seems to be the common thing. For the two success, as you're running forward, it's, again, the sort of asphalty thump, 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 and then clang of the now being on the walkway again. From the corner of your vision, you see smoky tendrils going up into the air. And there before you is the auxiliary pump activation panel, which has a couple buttons on it and a large positional switch. Pretty much a prime activate and on-off actual switch. Hillary will take a moment looking around, looking down at the lightning, looking back at, at Wiley, and looking down at his hands and then at the panel... Okay, little friend, uh, I'm, I'm going to need your guidance. Um, and he'll work through 
the process that needs done with Wiley doing the thing where you kind of hold your hand over stuff and wait for an affirmative or a negative and kind of get help since he doesn't actually speak binary. So Wiley, they do have a manipulator. We'll point to the different buttons and like, this is going to be pretty close to uh, getting binary directions from, I'm really thinking like turning on the generator in Jurassic Park, where it's just like pulling a lever a few times, punch a few buttons, turn a switch, and you very suddenly hear the very loud, because you're right close to it, siphoning pump start going. You very quickly start seeing a depression in the water where you're pretty sure the water is now being pulled down and vacated from the room. The water level is actually now starting to go down. Oh, well, that's nice. Anywho, um... So, Hillary is going to send Wiley back to CMT to have them start getting things going. And uh, he's going to say, I'm just going to wait here. Uh, when the water is gone, I will turn the pump off because we don't want to blow the motor and have all this happen all over again. Okay? Okay. Hillary's waiting around for pretty close to an hour for this because once it gets down into the lower area, as was described earlier, there's two levels to the generator floor. That there's a working level and a maintenance level where you can get under the generators and that. And it takes a long, long time for that maintenance level to get drained. As water drains out and the water level lowers, after going up, Wiley then does come back down. And you can see them with... What looks to be the repulsor squeegee going along the upper level and just chasing the water into the maintenance level so that the upper level is clear of water. The arcing is still happening, but it's only going across the substation. And around where Hillary is, there's a electric cage. I'm in a Faraday cage. Yes, well, it is a Faraday cage. I was just kind of like in The Sorcerer's Apprentice mm-hmm. with Nicolas Cage. I love that movie. I was going to say, even as the water is done and um, Wiley would like motion for the pump to be good to turn off, Hillary will turn it off, but he's just going to sit up on the gantry for a little while. Just kind of be there. So, Cash is naturally out. Koba is sedated. Skip is resting, but not actually out. I'm I'm one point away from being strained out, so I kind of mm-hmm. you're you're willingly yeah. resting, unlike others. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're part of the club because now I think that's everyone. I'm not sure about Hillary, but everyone else has been gotten S- to strain. Also, can come back quickly. It only takes yeah. an hour of rest to recover a point, and mm. um, at some point you would probably make a cooler discipline check to recover some more. So. You, you, you need a power nap rather than, you know, to be unconscious for eight hours. Though being unconscious for eight hours has other benefits like resetting the stim pack threshold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to use one of my hit dice to recover some uh, wounds. No, I'm good. Sorry. Okay, so really what I'm going with is like everyone is pretty mellow at best, at worst, still kind of in a wounded coma 
situation. What I'm thinking is, so the heroes are now kneeling, however you're wanting to, around in a horseshoe with a stone seat at the center of the horseshoe. There is sitting a full-sized hologram of Ward. You can see the holocron, which has not left Skip's bag in days slash months, depending on which way you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. The hologram is sitting on the stone seat. The holocron is in its four-seat expanded version, with each of the sliding pieces now being held apart by the force. Hollow Ward is there. It is good to see you, Padawans. I had feared that you had all perished, to be true. I had the feeling that uh, emotions had been running and that the four of you had not survived. But now I can feel that things are calmer, though not intentionally, in the case of a few of you. But you're at a place of rest. This is most opportune. Were you able to acquire the other crystal? Or crystals? Be we so lucky? Is this like a dream, or is this the next day? This is like a dream. Okay. This is a combined vision. Okay. Cool. Just just making sure I'm I'm able to speak if I just decide to. Alright, so Skip is going to look back from this... Skip is kind of bleary-eyed and is looking from this large, hollow ward down to their bag and just back and then back wait a minute you're supposed to be in my bag yes I was I am I didn't take you out though it seemed such that we needed to discuss things I can feel the presence of another crystal nearby yes it's on me casual rummage through her pockets, her dream pockets, and see if um, the crystal is there. Yes, yes it is. She'll bring it over towards the holocron then. I think maybe what we see is she releases it on the outside of it, and it gets swept up in sort of the hovering different pieces of the holocron, and maybe slots itself in. That feels appropriate to me. That absolutely does feel appropriate. Hello Ward then lowers his gaze slightly, looking just in front of the four of you. Ponders for a moment and then looks back up. Oh, oh, this is most disturbing. Um, hmm. I've... This is definitely learning a lot about what went on on Katonomidea. I do not believe... This is very out of the character that I have known for Ward. This is very much not the way that the personality matrix that I have would deal with these interactions. I am... Yeah, we've we've heard the story and um, seemed to come out of the blue to uh, those that were there as well. Hmm. I am not surprised, but we still can learn from this. It does look like the impressions of Ward it kept on even going th- even through his abandonment of Jorah. There's much here that I'm going to have to 
digest, but along with his changing view of the galaxy, his power was also increasing at the same time. Towards the end, he seemed to be getting very, very paranoid. While getting paranoid, he lost direction for what he is wanting to do. And I am fearful that if he were to find direction or find the outer galaxy in a place to return to, a place to carve out his own protectorate, he might end up doing that. No, not might. Out of protecting, he he would try. Have any of you had contact with the true ward? I am fearful that if that is the case. We know that Ward survived the encounter on Catamanamoidia and departed the fighter. I did, um, some time ago. I guess only about a day ago. I saw someone uh, standing on a world and uh, covered in red light giant statues all around him and uh, blue crackling in his eyes I'm pretty sure the world was Moraban oh that is a facility that is long lost to me at least it was not something that the Jedi of 20 years ago really knew where, at least no one below the council, if the council even knew. It was a protected archive. Now, let me ask this. We're, uh, we're feeding you more information, more crystals. How do we know we can trust you? that this new information won't change your personality to that of Ward. <sighs> that, that most certainly is a fear. That is a fear that I have as well, such that my processors and mind is. The information I am learning is something I am learning. It is not something that I am experiencing. It's being put in at a different layer of my personality at a different layer of my construction that this is information it's like I am going on the holonet and learning this it is the actions of someone who is not me it would be like going on the holonet and learning the actions of my twin Mm. there are many basic building blocks of this but what I am inside is still what I was programmed to initially with the Holocron itself, which is warred at the beginning of his journey with this war, not the corrupted version that we see in this crystal. I guess that will have to do for the moment. Now, Ben, do we know how to get to Moraban if we were going to check that out? It isn't something that is on normal star charts on account of our good friend Sheev would have had it redacted. But mm-hmm. also, it's so out of the way, it's in the middle of nowhere. Unless you're Sith or 
a Jedi with purpose, there's no reason to know where it is. And there's no reason to record it so that other people don't find it. Gotcha. Unless you've got old Jedi records, there's, it's unlikely that you're able to find it. Well, you seem to be aware of where we are. Might be there's some information we can access here, but there's another problem. We were brought here by some kind of unexplainable event. Kind of lost our ship. Hmm. The Force most certainly can work in very bizarre fashions. Mm -hmm. There are certainly beings who are accessing the Force in ways that are not that of the Jedi, who are beyond what most we consider normal mortals and normal people. They have access to the Force in ways that people can barely conceive. My understanding is you may have come across one of these. I know the Bantu has been out in the Outer Rim, but maybe another like them you've come across. Or, Force help us, the father, son, or daughter has taken an interest in your adventure that can lead to even more deep complications. I don't know about all that. I think I'm comfortable with the uh, one major power I already know is in my life. Skip, Hillary, you're being quiet. (laughs) Hillary shrugs. He's just kind of (laughs) absorbing. He just looks drawn. Potentially in pastels, maybe charcoal. <laughs> now, he, he looks drawn and, and kind of... I, I don't know how to describe it other than emotionally malnourished. Yeah. Like that, that feeling you get when you've, you've basically cried enough to make yourself sick, that's what he looks like. When we wake up, we need to look for a data bank or something like it on this station. There has to be a reason why she or someone else brought us here. And then we need to find a way off the station. Once we are all fit enough to travel. Um, this is an interesting question. Do any of you know if I'm still alive? Kind of remember lightning and then I'm here. I really hope so, because I'm really tired. Skip got you back safe. Uh, Skip is... Well, last I knew Skip was uh, snoozing on the bench in the Medibay. Everybody's together. We're all alive. Good. As far as I know. And, um... Thank you, Skip. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) At that point, I'm figuring the common vision is going to break. Mm-hmm. Overnight, where would Hillary have been sleeping? Uh, if it's not too ridiculous and overdramatic, I would have him stay where he was. Okay, no, that's fair. Well, it would be a bit on the loud side because the arcing never really stopped. It just stopped going into the water. Yeah, but I figure it was more an unintentional thing. Okay. He, he stayed there to 
be there. And then, you know, you don't always have the choice. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the next morning dawns, and at the very least, Skip and Hillary wake up. Kobo's probably still out of it on account of the droid has pumped him full of sedatives just to make sure that he's not moving while things heal. It would also allow the droid to work on Kish at such point. Yeah, so you said that... How much uh, strain do you recover from a night's rest? Either eight or all of it, depending on the Game Master. I'm usually figuring that's all of it. I was at okay. 17. I don't know yeah. if that's too much. That, 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 that's how I normally handle it, too. It's like, ah, it's it's strain. It's okay. Yeah, because it doesn't take much to get huge amounts of strain done. Skip is going to sort of launch themselves up and look around, run over to Koba, put their hand on Koba's head. Koba's still, you know, breathing. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turn around and look for Cash. Is Kesh in the same room? So there's three beds. Koba would be on the right bed. Kesh would be on the left bed. And the middle bed is where Hillary had been. Okay, so run over to Kesh. Put their hand on Kesh's forehead. Still breathing. Yes. (laughs) Wait, where's Hillary? And then, not even thinking about it, just yells out in this room of sleeping injured people, (laughs) Hillary! (laughs) Oh. Which I assume maybe wakes up Cash. Yeah, Cash, like, jerks awake. Bit of a start. What? Uh, Sorry. I can't find Hillary. It's probably fine. (sighs) Ugh. He probably followed my bad idea and went off on his own. Cash will start very slowly uh, sitting up. You probably hear a few uh, bones and joints crack. Mm-hmm. She does so. Uh, depending on how you want to, uh, if you don't have any particular thoughts, what I imagine happens with her uh, her arm is it's a little bit. Um, like limp at first and she kind of has to um, do a little bit of percussive maintenance just hit it a little bit before it starts to uh, whirl and activate okay we should look for Hillary uh, okay I don't see my staff around uh, well you know what actually you stay here in case Koba wakes up because if Koba wakes up and there's nobody then they might think they died okay Koba is an expert investigator. I'm sure Koba could figure out that he didn't die, but... What? L2 a- is currently just scanning cash. It is a completely reasonable <laughs> assumption to make. But, given I will only slow you down at the moment, not feeling particularly good, going to agree this time. All right. And rushes out of the room before Cash can, can object. You calm me if uh, is my calm. Where, where's my calm?
Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, Night with a K. And you can find our absent companion, Brandon, over at Blue of the Ken. You can find me over on Twitter at Ren out of time. Ren like the bird. Ren like the bird. It's clever. I promise. You know it's clever because I had to tell you it's clever. <laughs> I'm at Leslie GS. And we are all at thehydeanway.com where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way. And you can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like what we do, because it's awesome, uh, and want a sports show, you can find us at patreon.com slash way. Or you can send the team some love over at ko-fi.com slash way. Aww. Or a new com link. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm sure they have those somewhere in this bunker. Oh, yes. The Jedi comlinks that are actually Gillette razors. Oh, what, what if our wardrobe change <laughs> are just going to be like 200-year-old Jedi robes? I love it. I love it. It's not going like to be Jedi that. robes. It's it's going to be just 200-year-old fashion. Yep. <laughs> you know, you had the clothing they came in with as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't hear you over the swoop bike. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of traffic here. Swoops going down here tunnel. now. They're very fancy, my knocks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a my knock with a with a cause. Uh. Yes, you may disown me. I am perfectly uh, comfortable with the, this. The part of of Koba, our uh, our dog, shiny expert, something something will be played by uh, this saxophone right here. Uh, and it nice is wearing a hat. You. Yes, you are a very pleasant sex dramatic. Talk. All right, but Koba is just taking a nice nap today. <laughs> Koba's currently so we sedated. Something we would all like to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a little envious. <laughs> well, maybe you should lose a foot then. You know what the best thing is? I really don't want to. Is that Brandon doesn't listen to these episodes. We can say whatever we want. That's right. Brandon will never know. Except for the part where I know for a fact that if we amuse ourselves enough, we'll have to tell him anyway. Well, I mean, he's still in the thing and he's got a wireless headset. So he might still be able (laughs) to hear us right now. (laughs) I mean, there is that too. Anyway. Looking at what it is, it can't be like a alloy or something like that but it what i'm reading makes me think that he can do rock and this is pretty much just random bending i mean it does say that i can like locate water so there's some aspect of uh there's also power can affect firm terrain such as packed earth stone or ice is one of the controls so it's heavily suggesting yeah okay um who who would who would have thought that, you know, haunted, you know, Jedi place would just turn into Skip's terrible, no good, uh, very bad day? Is this a point where I raise my hand? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm figuring Cash would have taken up the third bear. Or the th- 
third bear. The third <laughs> bed. It's okay. <laughs> okay, that's an impressive autocorrect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever typed that word. I don't know where it's getting it. it For context. Sure. Like, yeah. Autocorrect assumed Guillermo. Hillary was That's what Guillermo. I got for typing it on my phone so that I didn't make keyboard noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fair. It was a speeder truck in the vision. It's a van. It, that, that's clearly a van. Yeah. Like from the 70s level van. Was it it looks so honestly funny. like, yeah. 70s, 80s camper van. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just take gun. the blaster out the top. It's an R- yeah. it's a Star Wars RV. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I mean, that's honestly that new character idea. Likes the movies. <laughs> <laughs> what else was it? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be honest. That's kind of how I pictured our our tour bus with. That's that's. I mean, yeah, Scoobs it and pretty much is. I'm just. I. I like that there was a Legion thing out. I knew it had to be. I like that it's still vaguely dustbuster shaped. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> With that little grate at the front. Have I recovered any wounds during sleep? Oh, gosh. Well, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if the robot was tending. I know it's it's normally about a Wait, you heal a wound in about a day because I'm a Trandoshan. I recovered two actually. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I would figure that you would have recovered two. Okay. And Kabul have recovered one. Which puts me at only 16 wounds. <laughs> yeah, because something tells me with all the struggle you had getting cash out of there, anything that wasn't like clipped to her is gone, and probably some of the smaller electronics on her. I mean, there's just like a, a trail of your stuff and my stuff because I threw stuff out of my bag. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just trashing this place. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're a mess right now. I don't know if you realize that. Oh yeah, no, we're we're a mess. 